Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi there, this is the Good, the Dad and the Ugly podcast. We're back again with Ben Bailey-Smith from episode eight. Uh, and this is the big question. So the question this time is, can fame come too early? Ben, you obviously came to fame quite late in life. Yeah, very late, i say. I think 30 years old is pretty late yeah because you you want to do it while you're young and beautiful right you want to look good um because you're gonna get abused everyone's gonna abuse you this is the nature of fame these days and your fame came because it was out out of sort of necessity to provide yeah i mean i wasn't interested in fame i'm to be fair i'm still not interested in fame at all i I shy away from it i i just want to do shit that's fun and i want to make money doing it and so far that's been a pretty good balance for me it's gone well yeah and now your daughters are looking at well you know they've obviously looked at certain things that have sort of been right in their eyeline because i started out in children's television so i was making stuff that was relevant to them so i had a fame early on in my career that meant something to them directly that their friends would talk about so I always kind of wondered, like, how does that affect you positively and negatively? Like, what effect does it have on you? And we talked about it. And at no stage did I ever suggest that they should do the same thing. My eldest is, you know, big on athletics and whatnot. Sorry, how, but, how old are you? Oh, are 11 and 8. 11 what? and 8, okay. two girls. What's weird is that despite my complete and utter lack of trying to push them into anything resembling my career twice in their lifetimes they've been street cast mm. which is something that you hear about and what does that involve for people it's who don't apocryphal isn't it you hear about mm. like oh kate moss got spotted right. on a train okay right. you know yeah. right but they got street cast twice mm. for modeling both of them so once was they were walking home from school in their school uniform and they were with their mum and someone approached them and said they represented an agency that has a high profile client. Would you give us a call? And this was 2014. And um, we called them and the high profile client was TK Maxx. 
and they wanted the girls for their Christmas campaign, a TV campaign and online. It was a big deal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, they got like three grand and uh, you have to have a chaperone, right? right? So I thought, well, I'll be a chaperone. And I, I remember I went down to this place, the studio in Lewisham where they shot it. And I knew from shooting, I recognized a couple of people. I recognized the first AD and someone on the camera crew. I, I knew them from yeah. other shoots, from film stuff. And they were like, oh, they were a bit disappointed to see me. They were like, oh, you're doing... Oh, right, yeah. Doing like modeling adverts now. And I was like, mate, it's not me, it's fucking them. <laughs> yeah. I'm the chaperone. I get 120 pounds for the whole day. <laughs> and um, they did it. And afterwards, we talked about it. I mean, like, is this something that either you're interested in? Both of them, unequivocal, no. And then about nine months ago, it fucking happened again on a train. I wasn't with them again. They were with their mom. And um, someone left a card on the seat and it was a card of this agency and it said, you know, this is for your daughters. We'd like to photograph them and uh, see if they'd be up for being a part of our agency. And um, at this stage, they're much older and uh, they both showed interest. So we went and we did the photos. Um, they built a portfolio for the agency and now sporadically, every now and again, we get a call from like, Burberry or something like that and they want to photograph the kids and it's weird like still neither of them I wouldn't say either of them were passionate about it but I think like it's there we can manage it quite closely my job is flexible enough for me to be there with them and one thing I would say is that it's a world of incredibly pushy parents Mm and precocious children. And I don't feel that comfortable with them being in it. And I will only, I say to them every time, the second you tell me this is not enjoyable, we're done. Mm. So your, your attitude hasn't been to sort of say to them, like, we don't really want you to do this. You sort of left the decision. Yeah, totally. Because I don't believe, for example, you know, they go to church and, uh, I'm not religious in the slightest, but my wife is, Mm. I don't want to force them to be an atheist or an agnostic. Like let them, let them work it out themselves, man. Mm. Like I, they're too old. Like I, I get into conversations with them and I think, fuck, like this is actually a hard one for me to win because your morals are like way clearer (laughs) than mine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I feel like you're right. So you can't win every battle. And I think the main thing is, just look them in the eyes and think, are you, is this, are you enjoying this? Yeah. Or is this something that's just my own little bugbear? So I've got, I've got no desire for either of them to get into the game, but similar to my life, fate has, or whatever you want to call it, chance has just played a hand. Like they're, they're just in it. And like off the back of the modeling, like someone I know from the acting game said, you know, that little one, she's, she's sparky, man. You should take her to an audition. I, like, ah, I don't know about that. And she was like, well, I could, I could find a little something if she's interested. And I asked her and I said, look, you know, I've got friends in movies and whatnot. Like, would you, 
would you be interested? She's like, yeah, I'd love to be in a movie. Yeah. But I think she's saying it in that eight-year-old way of like, yeah. what eight-year-old wouldn't want to be in a mm. movie? The reality of it is very different. So yesterday, you know, I had to take her out of school to go to an audition. And it's absolutely smothered in pushy, pushy mums. And the worst. Uh, oh God. God. And like the night before, like this happens to me all the time. The night before an audition, I get sent an email and they're like, oh, there's some new lines or you got to learn this. But fine. But I'm, a, I'm an actor. I'm not a trained actor, but I know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I'll train myself to be able to learn lines in a very short space of time. But they sent that email to me last night. Oh, because it was going to just be an improv game. Yeah, whatever. Then they sent me two pages of lines last night. Yeah. I'm like, she's got to fucking go to school tomorrow. When am I going to rehearse this shit with her? So I called up and I was like, I'm just, this doesn't work for me. I'd rather she just didn't do it. And they were like, no, no, it's fine. You know, a lot of parents have said it's, it's a bit difficult. It's late. She can just come in and do the improv games. It's fine. I was like, cool. As long as it's just that. And they were like, yeah, it's just that. She comes out all upset because at the end of the improv games, it's like, right, let's do the lines. Mm. And every other kid had learned the lines. Because, why? Because all their mums had fucking forced them to oh, stay yeah, up all yeah. night learning that shit. Yeah. And she felt inadequate. And mm. I was just like, fuck this shit, man. Like, I don't, I don't want it to be a part of that. I don't want my kids experiencing regular rejection without any point of reference at this stage in their life. I experience rejection every day as an actor and a comedian. It's water for ducks back. Because mm. I get it. Like, I've got other things in my life that I love more yeah. than my job. But when you're that young, when you're that young, yeah, that rejection is harsh, man. Mm. And I, I don't want them to have that. So how do you break it down for them? Like, how do you kind of say exactly that? I say like without the swearing. I say like <laughs> um, this is essentially meaningless unless you want to give it meaning, you know. And it was for a, a biopic of a very very famous musician that she's never even fucking heard of. If it was Harry Potter, then she'd be like, no, I, I want to make this work. It's Harry Potter. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to get to the point you think, well, how much does this, is this meaning more to me than it is to my kid? And if that's the case, you got to knock it on the head. It's yeah. pathetic. Yeah. You see that. I see that all the time. I've got a few, they all remain nameless, but some, you know, friends or whatever on Facebook who are constantly putting photos of their kids, like latest shoot for like the new MS Christmas advert or whatever and it seems like they're living their life vicariously yeah. through I've been really specific about this kid so if he's listening he's definitely going to know who I'm knows, talking about but, um, it's the parents that I worry about more though. that's what I mean but yeah. none of the parents put it on put the photos of their like oh, right, right, right. 8 year old or whatever and like, oh so and so in the new catalogue so and so and then it's just like fucking yeah I got friends who do the same you're doing it for yourself I no like, one even knows what my kids look like mm. and they never will yeah. until my kids are at that age where they got their own Instagram page and if they want to put me on it then people will put two and two together but until then they're nothing to do with my world at all even though they're involved in my world mm. 24-7 yeah I don't bank off of them I don't rely on them and they don't rely on anything that I do for their uh, uh, sort of experience in the world of entertainment. The fact that they're in it at all is complete and not a fluke. Yeah. 
They're, and they're there on, on the merit of their looks. Mm. And we've talked about that as well. Yeah. You know, the fame thing is, it's funny. I think you can be too young. Mm. And I think that's been proven decade after decade. I think with every decade from the birth of contemporary fame, we've had fuck-ups that can tell their own story. From Shirley Temple to Drew Barrymore, um, Macaulay Culkin. So I don't think it's a healthy thing to force on your kids. But at the same time, I think I'm in a unique position where I can see the pratfalls and I think if there's a fun job for them to do, I could manage it quite closely. You know, I went to visit the four o'clock club set last week. I haven't been up there for a couple of years. And my kids are now huge fans of it because they're the target age now. Yeah. When I started, they were toddlers. Yeah. The target age now. So they were so excited that I'd met the kids who are in it now, you know. And I was telling the producer they're going to freak out. And he was like, bring them up. They can be extras. And I thought, I, that's beautiful. Mm. I know every person on set. Know it's the like whole a safe staff. environment. It's a safe environment. Yeah. And it's yeah. a sweet, good-natured show. Mm. You know, do I want them to be that kid in the horror core porn <laughs> movie as the scared kid? Not really, no. Do Unless you, know you mean? get your chaperone fee. Yeah, that 120, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good drinks at the end of the day. day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.